Welcome to the Goal Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I am your host and goal attack for the rest in pepperonis and Thomas and Friends, Nick Bleeker. And with me, as always, is Luke Top. Hello. GK for Thomas and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's like a little, it's kind of like introduction and then the title. Um, I sound a bit terrible today because I've, I've been sick for... Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan on crack. Yeah, that's me. Yep. Yeah. It's, that is Welcome me. to the show. Um, but... It's probably her first job in a while. We're gonna, yeah. So no, she was in like a movie or something, wasn't she? I can't remember. I don't know. Anyway, um, so you'll have to forgive me. I sound a bit terrible, but we're gonna we're gonna soldier on. So on this week's show, we're recapping round eight of the ANZ Championship. We're dropping our tips, and teams of the week, and players of the week. But Luke, we're gonna do our first follow up for the show. Yay! And that stems from the confirmed news. Yep. A day after we recorded, yes. uh, that the ANZ Championship will sadly be done after this season and move to a new national netball league, unnamed as of now. Yep. Um, so let's discuss the details because this is pretty big. This um, is massive. We were saying last week that this has a lot of potential to uh, more pay for players, yep. um, expansion of teams in the country, more people playing. Um, exactly. Yep. Um, and I think the the actual details are the. The league starts in February next year. Mm-hmm. There's eight teams, mm-hmm. so f- including the five that are currently in the ANZ Championship, with three stemming from, I think, according to the website, uh, Collingwood Football Club in Melbourne, uh, Netball New South Wales in partnership with Greater Western Sydney. I assume that's probably the football club. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Melbourne Storm Rugby League Club on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, that's a real weird one. I know. You, I remember you said last week <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, like uh, Melbourne Storm Is there Sunshine even Coast? a stadium on the Sunshine Coast or are we going to build that? If there is, I have no idea where it is. Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's good that we get to go to two games a week, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, I, leg it to the yeah, Sunshine Coast. Yeah. Well, I mean, we go to bit, the Gold Coast. Like, I'm a little bit confused, though, because the Firebirds sort of, they have like games up on the Gold Coast. So you yeah. think they're just making it, it an extension of that. And well, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought I thought a Gold Coast team makes more sense because they've got the stadium down there and then they basically, all Queensland Firebirds games are hosted locally, mm. Gold Coast, vice versa and all that kind of stuff. But um, this is um, this is kind of a landmark thing. I mean, the, the broadcast details, and we were talking about it before the show, mm. um, Basically, Foxtel loses the rights to it and it goes to Channel 9 and Telstra and yep. Netball Australia as well. You can stream it through the app, yep. um, which you can download on the App Store. Um, I think it's like $5 for a season pass or a week or whatever. But anyway, um, that that in, in itself is obviously quite good, like a, fr- a major free-to-air network Absolutely. picking it up. So more money, more viewership. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone's actually paying them to yeah. show it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. You were saying, I think like the... the the deal yeah, with Foxtel um, is a I'm, bit different. I don't like quote me on this, but um, I'm going to uh, do it. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, from my understanding, uh, Foxtel basically they have some sort of deal based on ad revenue, right? And they're not actually paying. Netball Australia is actually paying for games to be put up. Um, oh, okay. Off the back of the fact that um, when they used to be on ABC, it was pretty much all government funded, yeah. so they could sort of do whatever they want. And then ABC went, yeah. No, we're not going to do that. And they went off and pushed their own league. So, yeah. Uh, wait, ABC's got its own league? No, no, no. Oh, no, sorry. No. Yeah, sorry. they pushed yeah. off and had the ANZ chance. I was going to yeah. say, what league is the ABC <laughs> got? They've got, like, no funding anymore they anyway. They do. So they have like, no funding. Um, they're just working out of a shed. <laughs> um, but this also means um, that, yeah, that Foxtel will no longer be airing it next year, as, as far as I'm aware, at least, anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, there'll be yeah. a lot of people happy about that because I know everyone whinges um, yeah. on Facebook that I don't have Foxtel and I can't see games live. Mm. So, I mean, in that regard, it's good. It's, yeah, it is good. I think, like, Foxtel's coverage 
personally, it has been um, excellent, and especially yeah. in conjunction with Sky Sports. I think yep. it's um, what they've done for the for the league so far this year and last year as well um, mm-hmm. has been exceptional. Absolutely. Um, so it's a bit disappointing, I think, for me. But also, like, I've got Foxtel as well, and I use the app if I don't if I didn't have Foxtel. Um, but obviously those people that don't have access to that kind of stuff, it's, it's very good that yep. they can access it. The, the thing that I think is really exciting is they're actually talking it, about it being more of a, like, Premier League. So actually right. bringing in, like, Jamaican players and more overseas players yep. to actually bolster the teams and make it more of a star sort of fit out, a bit like uh, Rugby Union, I guess. Right, right. Um, with, like, the Reds and stuff and yep. make it a bit of a like, fancy sort of competition. Hmm. So, what I wonder is whether Nepal um, New Zealand is going to release any of their players to come and play over here. It's a good question because I know, like, I tagged you in a, in a post yes. just to get, to get personal yep. for listeners yep. um, about Nepal New Zealand saying they're trying to organise, like, a multinational superstar league or something like that yep. um, in conjunction with Sky Sports. So I don't know what the, the deal on with that is. Oh, we haven't heard anything about it. So. Well, it's going to get feisty because the other thing is you've still got Australian players playing over in New Zealand at the exactly. moment. Um, whether they can still play over there or what happens with that, I'm not really sure. So I, it's, I do wonder it if... It gets messy a bit. Yeah. I mean, like, I do wonder if it will... Uh, opening up the floor to basically, you know, have as many imports as you like, I wonder what teams could possibly... If they could cherry-pick from the current New Zealand conference, you know? Like, yeah. someone... Uh, I don't Fowler know, miraculously Reed, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Row and Fowler Reed on the same team, yeah. Oh, God, imagine <laughs> that. Like, so the Firebirds bolstered by, like, two of the Jamaican All-Stars. Yeah. It's incredible. Just have a rotating bench. <laughs> That'd be scary. Yeah. Oh, God. Just yeah. imagine that's like the Twin Towers. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, But I think it's... it's Like we were saying last week, It's this is a good move. I, I mean, yep. if you look at the conference and the disparity between the two, it's... It's, it's quite it's, evident. It's, yeah. And it's not good. And I think... um. I mean, obviously, you've got to give it to a couple of New Zealand teams who are playing, you know, with fire at the moment, Steel, yeah. and I think um, probably uh, the Pulse as well, which we'll yeah, talk about that absolutely. game this week too. Um, but I'm curious to see how this one's going to pan out in terms of the additional three teams, whether, because I know that the NBA, just to use as an example, I love using the NBA as an example, but when the NBA expanded its teams, um, I think for uh, to include Vancouver Grizzlies, and I think at the time, uh, oh, I'm blanking on the team. But what they did is I don't know the, the top, <laughs> so the top five uh, all teams basically yep. they they got to choose their top five players yep. and then everyone else that wasn't chosen was yeah. put into a draft and then yeah, the, absolutely. the expansion teams could expansion draft so I'm curious drafts, yeah. to see how they're going to pick talent grab talent well see what I think is interesting is you have some players where um, I think they were talking about on the weekend where um, you know I think Adelaide Thunderbirds didn't want. I don't remember who it was. I don't know which player it was. I think it, for some reason it rings in my mind Gretel Tippett, but I think the Swifts didn't want Gretel Tippett. I think it was, yeah, because I remember reading something about her being part of the Swifts yeah. way back a couple of years um, ago. But you have these teams that basically passed on these players yeah. and they've had to find success with other teams. Yeah. Whether they end up going back now that there's a new uh, Victorian team, Queensland team and New South Wales team, whether they actually go back to those places or want to. Um, so yeah, you know, it could just be completely different lineups. Yeah, I am curious. I'm also very excited as well because there could be some new team comps. And, Absolutely. Um, and it's obviously really good that Queensland and New South Wales are expanding. Yeah, and so is Melbourne as well, which is great. Yeah, um, and it's also also very good that you know the 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 teams that are backing them as well, um, Melbourne Storm and Collingwood. You obviously you know money rich clubs. Well, I assume they are because Melbourne is because you know they went over the salary cap for like 15 years. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 
but having that cash injection is really important as well. Absolutely, um, and I think the that's salary good. cap—they're talking about the salary cap for each team like doubling or tripling. That's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> so that's- like, yeah. People who are paid like twenty five grand a year to play netball um, yeah. and have to work in yeah. a cafe as well, um, potentially you know getting double their money and actually kind of making it a full time job. Yeah, and I mean like just reading the netball dot com dot au. One of the questions that I noticed on there was, will there be a trans Tasman crossover coming moving forward? And it says that New Zealand and Australia are looking for options to kind of retain the component of the Trans-Tasman rivalry. Um, I mean, this Constellation Cup and yep. um, the Quad Series as well. And, and I really think that that's, kind of stuff. that's better. I think more, I don't mind that. more tests. Like, I yeah, really I enjoy watching those tests because it's a really good hit out. Um, yeah. And I, I just don't... Spreading... Like, obviously, Australia has a lot more depth than New Zealand and spreading that thin to make more teams. Like, I personally feel like there's too many teams in New Zealand mm. to compete with Australia. If you pushed, you know, as we can see with the Silver fans, if they get the best of New Zealand against the best of Australia, it's a really good match. Yeah. But if you stretch that depth, it's just crap. Yeah. And I mean, like, you look at that, like, those test matches and New Zealand basically puts, puts Australia through the wash. Like, Absolutely. It really tests that team and they beat them as well. Like, yeah. that's a thing. Like, the yeah. rivalry exists and it's heated and it constantly is, you know? And, and I mean, essentially, that's what draws people. Like, yes, you know, in Australia, we sort of have the rivalry of, you know, the Swifts and the Firebirds because it's sort of like origin and that sort of thing. Yeah. But, you know, across the Tasman, like, having that rivalry is just... It's it's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's move on to our let's yes. move on to our recaps. So, um, let's start with the uh, the West Coast Fever losing to the Melbourne Vixens. Vixens beating them fifty four to fifty three. Close game. This was brutal. Um, entertaining game. Yes, it was um, a very good game. I would say, you know, I think we mentioned this last week where they're like, you know, game of the week or whatever, <laughs> and it kind of delivered. Yeah, like, no, it was it was great. Um, yeah, let's. So, I want to get your take on it because. The oh, okay. Fever are currently <laughs> fourth on the ladder. I mean, the ladder's a five, but fourth yep. on the ladder. Um, what's going on? Like, what, what's the deal? Like, met her shot 16 out of 18, Bassett yeah. 37 out of 42. Like, not bad lines and, you know, turnovers. Well, Bassett didn't play well. Yeah. I don't think she played it well at all. Yeah. Um, six turnovers, three penalties. I think the defense mentor really likes screwed with her mentally. Yeah. If you I, I don't I think I messaged you about it. Yeah. Um there was a massive disparity with the umpiring from one end to the other. So the oh, male right, umpire yeah. was not picking up on as much as he should be. <laughs> I think it's fair. I think that's diplomatic. <laughs> um, You'll get fined by the league. <laughs> and I'm not being sexist. I'm a man, so it's okay. Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I noticed, like <laughs> at the half, Bassett actually went straight up to him and you could oh, actually yeah, yeah, you tore, could pick it up. Away, yeah. yeah, yeah, you could pick it up on the mic. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Um, and then Brazzle like pulled her away as quickly as possible. Mm. Um but yeah, it, and and to be fair to everyone, it was obvious when he switched sides or when the team switched goals that it was going the other way as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she she just. I mean, if if that's happening, you've just got to adjust, and she did not adjust at all. Yeah, I, I did notice that there was there's a ton of frustration coming from her. Like, yeah, there's a few possessions where I thought she got called for for contact. 
and I thought they were a bit weak. Like, those calls were a bit oh, weak. Yeah. Like, there was ones, I think there was one maybe in the second quarter that she got called for, and she literally just kind of moved her arm over, didn't touch mental. Yeah. I think it was mental that was defending her. And she got caught for the contact, and I was it like, was mm, weird. That's, that's, that's a yeah. really soft penalty. So, Absolutely. Um, I do think that they were kind of um, uh, wronged a little bit by the refs. But in saying that, I'm not going to discount how the Vixens played, because the Vixens no, played exceptional. No, they played exceptional. Um, and I think you can also see that from the turnover count. Um, yeah. 18 to 23. I mean, it just they just played better. Yeah. Like I think I think the Fever are talented and that's what kept the game close, but at the end of the day the Vixens just oh crazy. And, and you like look at the difference in in deflections as well. The Fever had 24 to the Vixens 12. Like Yeah. The Fever were really putting it on. The Fever defense was exceptional. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Mm. It was just crazy. I I just yeah, I was in awe of Courtney Bruce again. She just, she was doing so well. Mm. And Brandley as well. Brandley had a, a oh, wonderful yeah. stat line. Um, Apart from the 19 penalties, she had six deflections, one intercept, one Absolutely. rebound, and a couple of center pass receives, which is really good. Um, In saying that, Karen Bailey. <laughs> oh, what a Jesus, unit. She is yeah. <laughs> ice cold. She is incredible to watch because she just, nothing yeah. bothers her. No. Um, and Teague Neal as well, like 19 out of 26. Um, she did very well. It's still good. But Maddie Robinson. Oh, oh my goodness! Um, yeah, you know, spoiler alert: she really she's our player of the week on. this week. But yeah, um, yeah, she was just she was running all over the place. Well, I think it's interesting. Uh, the Fever made a switch in the fourth quarter and put uh, Shay Brown uh, at wing defense. That's right, instead yep. of Ashley Brazel. And I think that was a massive mess up. I think yeah. that was really stupid because Maddie Robinson just owned her. Mm. Um, and I'm surprised they didn't make her some sort of weird injury substitution business going on. Yeah. Um, yes. That people were like interchanged at some point. Um, but yeah, um, she just like fought through it and just went, yep, my time, boom, done. Yeah, I think, and like her stat line is just fantastic. Limited turnovers as well, one turnover, yep. two penalties, one intercept. Um, her feeds and center pass receives are really nicely balanced and... They correlate really nicely with Bailey and T. Neal um, shooting. I think, and, he, and like you said, Joe Weston and Jeeva went to uh, Mentor. Oh, they were great defensively. Yeah. They, yep. they really switched it on. Yeah. Uh, mentor was really physical. Um, Weston, I noticed she got a bit frustrated from time to time, I, but she would compose herself very quickly. Uh, yep. And I actually thought she was really smart because she was kind of clobbering uh, Medhurst and Medhurst was not liking it and yeah. was getting super frustrated. Yeah. Um, but it kind of put her off a bit and I think that was that was really smart. I think there was one <laughs> one point in time where Medhurst was shooting and she was supposed to stand aside and Joe kind of put a shoulder out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And she pushed past pushed the apart, sho- yeah. shoulder and shot. And it's little things like that. I noticed... Um, and we'll get to it later. But I noticed Leighton is like the number one for that. Just little, little like, Reminders. I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm reminding you I'm here. Like, yeah. And yeah, it was Leighton's, just really well done. Leighton's the queen of, of the reminder, I think. Like she's on your <laughs> yeah. phone and it's like, you know, every time you got an alarm every five minutes, yeah. that's her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was hands down the, ga- the, the game of the week for me. Absolutely. Um, good to see the Vixens getting on top. Um, curious to see how the Fever go from, from this. Yeah. I mean, what do you think they need to do? Um to sort of bounce back from this because is this the third this is the third loss in a row um yeah it is, is it, yeah yeah yes it is actually because yeah, it was firebirds steel and then um vixens vixens um i don't really know like defensively they're great at, uh, the midcourt's a bit of a miss that's 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 the thing that i'm looking at mm. i look at the midcourt and i'm like bassett and medhurst are great 
offensive players defensively. Bruce and Brandley basically like the best defense in the league, and I'm pretty sure they actually rate as the best defense in the league. Um, but the midcourt, I, I just I don't know. What do you like, think of Verity Simmons? Because I did notice there was a lot of um, she has her moments. She does have her moments. Um, I know there was a lot of chatter on the West Coast Fever Facebook page about the fact that Beveridge should be at wing attack mm. um, instead of Simmons. I, th- I think I- I've noticed that like Simmons' movement is really kind of a bit delayed. So you look at her and she's getting some of her some of her feeds are excellent and some of her movements great coming off coming like across the transverse get the center pass and going back yep um but there are times where she just kind of flubs a little bit and instead of moving forward to get the ball she just basically is trying to set up i do it all the time when i play you know yep. like for a fact like i'm always just like i'm already in the circle it's like nick no what are you doing come into the middle of the <laughs> but i have I, I get that sense that she does that every so often where it's just kind of like a brain fight i guess where she's like oh cool we've got the ball i should probably get into position ready to feed yep. um and i think she's a bit of a victim to to that kind of stuff mm. In saying that, I would probably agree that it might be a time to put Beveridge there just to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, the fever again, like we were saying a couple of weeks ago, the Thunderbirds basically should literally be putting anyone that they can in that lineup and seeing what works. <laughs> um, and the fever, I guess, are at, at a point now where um, they could probably have a bit of a go on doing that. Um, you know, no disrespect to Simmons at all, but I think some of her movement's a bit slow. Um, in terms of pivoting, come like so she like she's cutting in and she's just yep. too slow and she's getting defended straight Absolutely, away. Absolutely, yeah. Um, instead of I think that height would really help as well. Yeah. Um, just having to be able to just like how how much easier is it? I know with you, um, being as tall as you are, it's really easy to pass you because I just chuck the ball up. Yeah. Chuck the ball up, you jump for it, it's done. Like you don't. There's no sort of jostling for front position yeah because you've got position yeah. and it's in the air and no trying to like bounce pass or like chest pass i mean obviously chest pass is yeah. you know good pass but you lose like not having that height is is very dangerous especially if you're trying to move that ball fluidly mm. um instead of having to like move it down and then move it up because that was the problem with the fever i think on, on the on the attack end they would basically be spreading the floor so wide that they'd be passing up and down the court rather than going straight. So they'd be going far out to the left and far out to the right yeah. and stretching their offense and defense. Well, the the thing that sort of um, <coughs> gets me with Verity Simmons is she actually had less feeds than Natalie Medhurst. Yeah. Um, and one more center pass received. Um, yeah, like I just, yeah, I think it could be... Like I know Natalie Medhurst likes to get the center pass mm. and she likes to sort of set the play and all that sort of thing. But I just think maybe for now they could look at her moving around the circle and not having to have to get the ball. Yeah, the burden of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because I think, I know they had this last year um, when they sort of had a similar thing where they did really well and then they kind of just went off the boil. Mm. And when the fever go off the boil, it's, yeah, they can really go off. Yeah, um, I think she just... I remember last year she had a terrible game where she just like threw the ball away five times or something, and it was just it was just really rough. I feel like the Vix, uh, the sorry the the fever can bounce back for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, I have, they have the they have the, the, the talent. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. The talent's there. Um, it's just a matter of seeing what happens next week. Hmm. Um, moving on, the uh, yes. oh god, the uh, the Waikato Bay Magic beating the Northern Mystics. The, <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm pretty sure I lost every single tip this week. I'm so cross. <laughs> I'm so cross. Um, beating the Mystics 49 to 45. Yes. Um, Joe Hart. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Joe yes. Hart. 
Well, I think Could I miss. said this. I called this last week. I think I said she was ready for like a crazy game where she'd just take over. Yeah, and she did. She she did 30 or 34. I don't know what she's been doing, but just the fact that she had the ball so much um, and they were using her to sort of work that offense mm. and she had limited, well, relatively limited turnovers considering how much she had the ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she did so well. And yeah, the Mystics... Tutaya, 29 out of 33. Two of our tie shooting 100%, which is great. But, man, two of our tie only shooting 16 points. Yeah. I, she's accurate, but... Yeah, I, she just... Like, she's a volume shooter. She needs to be getting more than 16 points. Absolutely. Um, Tutaya had five turnovers, eight yeah. penalties. Um, that's that's really rough. And, I, I mean, credit to the Magic. Um, Harton played extremely well. Paseca played extremely well. Um, De Bruin was great. And Rasmussen, as well, has been a godsend. Hasn't to the magic, just? returning from um, I think a calf injury, she had a niggling yep. calf injury. Yeah. Um, but I think not a particularly great game. Anna Harrison, as usual, she's going to get she's going to get my arm in the air every week because she's terrific. You know, four intercepts, six deflections, one turnover. Yeah. Um, penalties were relatively limited at nineteen. Um, in saying that, it just it just isn't working for the Mystics. No. Um. And it should. It should be. Yeah, it Like I, I yeah. honestly would have tipped them to be at the top of the ladder. Like, look, Kayla Cullen being out, mm. I understand that. But, I mean, they have quite a team that they can sort of... You would expect them to beat the Magic. I, like, I would. I, I, yeah, well, I did. That's, you know, that's why I tipped them. Yeah, I was but like, they well, Magic, just, you know. They just... It's, it's very strange. Um, But, yeah, I just... I like what I saw from Harton and Harton's kind of taking that leadership and, and giving it a boon and um, sort of coming into it and playing with confidence and shooting really well. I I actually thought Paseca did really well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've... we've but we've, they took her on their bench time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, like, we burned her in the past because, yeah. you know, she hasn't Well, she a, can't really pull it, play a full game. And I think those five turnovers, I'd be interested to see... When they occurred, um, I think it'd be like in quarter two or something, wasn't it? Yeah, three, there were three in quarter two and one, and two in quarter one. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I did notice towards the end she did tail off and she was p- replaced by Paula Griffin, who yeah did fine five out of seven, four turnovers yeah, she though. Did but okay, um, I think I, 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 honestly, like I have a rant about the Mystics every week, so I'm not going to do it, but. Um, <laughs> I'm really glad the Magic won. I, like that—that that was the biggest thing. I was actually quite concerned for Harton's confidence. Oh, absolutely. And she's she's found it. She's looked in that bag and she's gone. There it is. Yep. Um, in the Magic bag. In the Magic bag. <laughs> what is it? Uh, like uh, what is it? Uh, Mary Poppins pulls yep. it out. Um, I, I don't know where the Mystics go from here. I think they're just going to kind of wallow in mediocrity, mediocrity for a while. I think that's what it's going to be until Cullen comes back. Um. Which I don't know. I don't know what the ETA is I on mean, her injury. Yeah, I mean Guthrie moving into center and having Kayla Collin at wing defense would be totally quite, agreed. I'd be happy with that. Good. I love Guthrie. Guthrie is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and having like that facilitation from Cullen at, at on the defensive end is um super important. I think it'll it'll I think it like it would give the Mystics such a defensive push mm. that. Like you, that'd be so strong. You would just all you have to do is just have Cullen like with her length move it up the court and then just feed Absolutely. it. Easy done. Uh, I'm not sure where to go for the Mystics, um, but the Magic pulling out the win, which is um, mm. which is awesome. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, uh, the uh, Queensland Firebirds beating the Adelaide Thunderbirds, yeah, yeah, sixty-two to fifty-one. I thought this was a lot better than what I was thinking it was going to be. Yeah, I agree. The um, the Thunderbirds. Oh man, that were great. 
Yeah. Um, despite you know, despite the scoreline, um, they were really, really good. And I think uh, Tippett came. Tippett Tippett was back, and which was awesome. I think she had a bit of rust initially, but once she got into a rhythm, she was really good. She didn't have a great game. Uh, not not her best. No. Ten turnovers. Yeah, ten penalties. <laughs> um, but Aiken forty five out of fifty six rebounds. Yeah. Oh goodness. Um, and Bell as well, eighteen out of twenty two. Three turnovers, three penalties, um, really nice balanced scoreline. And Borrego as well, 33 out of 36. I think Bell and Borrego have played really well together this week. I think they're better than they've had, they have all season, um, which is a credit Absolutely. to them for kind of finding that. Um, rhythm, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Shimon and Pullman as well, they did. Like Shimon, oh my goodness, she can block. Yeah. She's just like had a couple of- She like, had two blocks, yeah. I don't know where they came from. I was just like looking- Because uh, she doesn't look particularly tall when you obviously put her up against Aiken. Yeah. And then when Tippett would shoot, she would time it so perfectly that she would just block it. Like, she'd yeah. just knock it into the stands. Yeah. Um, so, I really like what I saw from the Thunderbirds, to be honest. That's probably their, one of their best games of the season, Absolutely. if not their best. Um, but, yeah, again, the Firebirds are killing it. Well, I mean, to be to be fair, the Firebirds did mix it up a bit. Yeah. Well, um, they put, what do they put? Kalamasha and Cassidy in? Cassidy. Yeah. Who, super fan of Cassidy. She's going to be really good. Um, I did I think, like her. She was good. I, yeah. I actually get her and Rav really mixed up. Like, I'll sort of look and I'll sort of squint a bit and go, oh, is that Rav? Has she, like, changed her hair color or something? And then I realize, <laughs> no, they've chucked her on. Right. Um, but, yeah, she's really good. Like, she she did so well. Because um, how many quarters did she play? She played three, I think. Yeah, because Clemesha came on, but then they I think they took her off again. Yeah, because that's right. They took they, her off in the fourth. Cause... They lost the third quarter. Yeah, 16 yeah. to 14. Um, I don't think um, Clemesha really did very well against Borrego, but um, I mean th- that's one of those things. Like yeah, trial exactly. by fire. I mean, but also you're replacing Gaitsey, like, and you chucked in halfway through a game. Yeah, so like you expected to do amazing. Yeah, chuck, chucked in cold, and then you just yeah. got to kind of deal with it. But um, but yeah, Cassidy did really well. Are you glad to see Tippett back though? I am. Yes. Um, I think. I think she didn't look super comfortable. And there yeah. were a lot of times where she threw the ball up to Romelda and it was way off. Um, yeah. But yeah, at least she's ru- running on the ankle and everything was fine. So I know, that's, happy days. Yeah, that's that's um excellent, excellent. She's got she's news. got a lot of work to do though for next oh, this week's game yeah. against the Swifts because that's going to be the big, big test. Timely. Well, that's a timely return as well for her, but I, you know it's one of those things where you have to get into a rhythm and focus and limit those penalties and turnovers. Absolutely. Um, but again, it's good to have her back. And I mean, like the stat line 17 from 26 is not ideal, but you know, you're basically bolstered by the fact that Aiken shot 45 and got 45 <laughs> points, um, which yeah, is good. She didn't have to do much. Yeah, she really didn't. But um, I, again, I, I'm really, I'm kind of a bit high on the Thunderbirds this week. They did extremely well given um, the Firebirds have a tendency to. Guites and McMenamin. Mm. Oh, McMenamin. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. McMenamin was. Just oh, she was job. yeah, yeah. She she was really frustrating, like in terms of just they were like Bell was not happy. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There was a, yeah, there was a couple of calls that I noticed that she got waved off. I think like her goals were waved off because she'd either held the ball too long, yep, um, or like McManaman was just kind of giving a hell, um, yeah, basically, which is you know really good. entertaining to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know, good on the Thunderbirds. I, I'm sure like. They might get a win this season. I don't know. But like this is a really positive sign for them, I think. Absolutely. Um, and there's a lot good that they can take from this um, and spin it in, in a way that um, they can improve and constantly work out. I mean, looking at the film and seeing the fact that they, they only lost by 11 points to the, to the Firebirds, 
um, is considerable, and that's that's a that's a pretty good scoreline. Um, Absolutely. To be happy with. And if you know they play sort of maybe the Pulse or some of those teams, or the Mystics. Oh, the did Mystics, they lose to the Mystics? Yeah. Oh, I Have they already played them? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. But when they play those sorts of teams, you know, hopefully they're going to get one. Yeah, nice close games. Yeah. Um, moving on to the uh, New South Wales Swifts beating the uh, Mainland Tactics 73-52. to 52. <laughs> um, What initially was a really solid game, um, Swifts and the Tactics tying 16 all in the first, but, well, that didn't matter because the Swifts <laughs> went on and beat them by seven points in pretty much every single other ca- uh, <clears throat> quarter. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, Mez. 32 out of 38. Initially, she was really, really frustrating um, that Swift's defense because she can rebound like a machine. Can't she? Um, she crashes the boards extremely well. Um, Kumwenda was a bit quiet. She was actually, yeah. Um, I, I noticed that like, she was kind of getting shut down Nowhere initially. near the volume that she's used to. Yeah, and there was a couple of errant passes that I noticed where they were coming across the court and it would just go straight over Kumwenda's head and it was just one of these things. It was like, you know, you lower your passes, but then you do that and you basically leave yourself wide open to to a Swift's defense, Absolutely. which is designed to choke you. So, um, but Leighton, um, and also actually, should I say Stephanie Wood getting the um, the call up and playing extremely well, uh, thirty one out of thirty five. Yeah. Um, limited turnovers. Um, really nice balance as well. Uh, center pass to see fifteen feed sixteen. Um, Thwaites thirty two from thirty five. Man, the Swifts were just judge during executioner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but. What, what did you, what did you get anything out of this game other than the fact that the Swifts um, are kind of again like I, I know that we talk about like like there's obviously well there's a an intriguing bias I suppose from Fox Sports <laughs> um, well <laughs> yeah. from specific commentators who we yeah. won't name but um, towards the Swifts do you think that this kind of beating of the tactics is like proof positive that they are. The, the, like the premier team, like I mean, I'm no, trying to be objective, but no, I don't. No? That well, it's not. It's not fair on the Firebirds to say okay. that they're the no, premier fair. team. Um, I mean, yeah, they've beaten them and they haven't lost yet. Yeah. Um, you know, look, next week or this week. Sorry, I keep saying next week <laughs> can definitely be a marker to say that you know they are on even Stevens yeah. if they beat the Firebirds but, because then, um, like that's the Swifts beating them at home too. Oh, yeah, sorry, exactly. the Swiss home. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I think it's interesting because uh, what really fascinates me is how um, Rob Wright, the coach, really pushes to sort of smash these teams. Yeah, like they do not hold back. Like you know, you see sort of the Firebirds if they're up by a bit, they might throw some people on, mm. and it's sort of like a good learning experience and that sort of thing. Um, and you see other teams do that as well. Yeah. Um, whereas the Swifts, it's like. Go, 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 which is good in one way. But what I find fascinating is when they actually play a decent team. Well, I shouldn't say a decent team, but a more competitive team. Mm. Um, that competitive fire, I actually see it dwindle a bit. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't really know. I'm really excited for this week's yeah, game. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think for them, if they can keep that attitude that they have and sort of push through, I really think they're going to do very well. But, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, I mean, obviously, it's like a determining factor this week, pretty much. Yeah. So are, are they actually... Well, I mean, they're obviously a contender, but um, can they really put it up against the Firebirds? Because if the Firebirds beat them on home court, then that's... um That's, br- that, yeah, that's brutal. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, even if it's if it's by a huge margin, then that's even worse. I d- look, I don't think it... It's not going to no, be a be. huge it won't be a blowout. margin. It's I'd be no, never going to be a blowout. No. But, um, 
yeah, it'll be a very interesting game. But yeah. we should probably leave that for later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the tactics, you know, Mez had a, had a decent enough game, but maybe just shut down. Absolutely. They basically, the Swiss just turned it on and um, and basically wiped them off the court. Yeah, um, I think that's fairly accurate. And even like the disparity in turnovers, 18 to the f- tactics and 14 to the Swifts, yeah. um, doesn't really, you know, show you... I, I mean, look, you look at the disparity in penalties, though. Like yeah, I was just going to say 39, that, yeah. um, Which is incredible. Uh, that's... I, I can't put that into work. Like, I, I can't quantify how much that... Like, that's basically just giving up points. You yeah. know, like, and and also that's with Stephanie Wood playing, who's not even their starting shooter. Exactly. So I mean, you'd have to imagine that they'd probably hit a hundred if it, if it was like yeah, breaking both those players. records. Yeah, um, um, yeah, and I mean, Pettit played as well, like ten out of twelve. But yep. Steph, but Steph Wood had a really great game. She did. Um, I, th- I don't know if that's a f- I think that's the first time she started this season. Yeah, I so, think so. Yeah, um, you know, hats off to Steph Wood for Absolutely. getting that. That's um that solid start. Um, moving on to our final game of the week. Um, the Southern Steel beating the um, the Central Pulse sixty seven to thirty six. Uh, sorry, no, sixty seven to sixty three. I wrote it back. Um, <laughs> this was an odd game for the Steel. I know. Um, who played relatively poorly? Um, I mean, have to give it to the Pulse. They played extremely well. They really they frustrated them. Um, the Steel only Absolutely. won two of the quarters and tied the second and third quarter. Um, and this is yeah. I feel I feel really um, sad for the polls because I really like them like totally they're I. the little like car that could I yeah. don't know yeah like they just they're so good at just doing their thing um, and they're always consistently out there it's just yeah. unfortunate that they haven't got a lot of wins I know and I mean that's the thing pretty much all of their games have been close not Absolutely. blows I think that the last blowout might and have they been against the Vibers. they don't leave anything out there like no. they they try every second of the game they're trying the hardest they can absolutely and I think like you look at that shooting line Maya Wilson 37 out of 40 um, Amelia Ann Wells 26 out of 28 that's probably her best shooting night of the season Um, a really really nice balanced shooting night absolutely but again like you look at the disparity in penalties 62 to 47 um, that's just free points. You're yep. giving up free possessions for for the steal. Absolutely. Um, and Selby Rickett had a bit of a rough game, 13 out of 21. She did. But thankfully, good old um, Grant. Yeah, Grant. Katrina Grant, who played excellent as well. Yeah. Um, and so so did Karaka too. They they're really. I really like Katrina Grant. But I mean, Fowler Reed. Yeah, Fowler Reed, 54 for 56. <laughs> Two turnovers, four rebounds, three. Oh. Just ridiculous. I can't fathom. How she's able to just... How does she hold her hands up? My arms would be sore. 50, 54 goals. Yeah, you're done. Like, you're done after done. like 20. Yeah. You're done after the first quarter, man. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, like honestly, just... I'm really glad that the Pulse are putting up a fight. They just need to find a way to execute better down the stretch. I mean, like 18 out on the, like on 15. Like the Pulse had scored 15 on the fourth. Eight steal, one at 18. Like... That that's potentially winning there, and Maya Wilson and Wells, you know, they they shot extremely well, but they just gave it up on the penalties and yeah. the turnovers as well. I mean, the turnovers were limited, ten to to six, like not bad. Um, but again, like Purvis and Watson, just machines defensively, and you could just see like the pulse would move, like that that offense would move so well, and then it would just hit that defense and would be like, okay, we need to, uh, well, let's move it left, move it right, move it left, yeah. move it right, instead of just going, okay, who's open? Oh, great, Oh, sorry, uh, who's open? Wilson's open. Throw it in, you know? Yeah. Um, there was none of that because yeah. Purvis and, and Watson, and even Fru as well, Fru was great. 
Um, she really um, locked down Locke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, um, oh, God. <laughs> that's terrible. That is terrible. Um, but she really yeah. did, yeah. So, I... I figure, like, the sea will probably come back a little bit rusty. They had their bye last week with the Thunderbirds. Um, I'm curious to see how they're going to, to pan out um, next week. But speaking of next week, let's talk about the games next week. Yeah. All right. Let's so, do this. we've got the um, the Vixens and the Firebirds. Who is your pick? Vixens. Vixens. Sorry, what was it? Vixens and Thunderbirds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think like, you said uh, Firebirds, and I'm like, oh, oh what have no. You done? What have you done? <laughs> um, the, uh, the Swifts and the Firebirds. Um, I'm going Firebirds. Look, I chose. Uh, sorry, I'll choose the. Um, I'll just choose the Vixens as well. Sorry, but yeah, I got crucified for choosing the Swiss against the Firebirds <laughs> last time. Um, shout out to Lauren who um, who crucified Lauren me Betts, on Wednesday. Um, I'm going to go with the Swifts. Um, I think that's a fair call. Uh, I, like, and it's not just to be devil's advocate and like no. well, we can't just tip the same thing. <laughs> but um, the Swifts, they're look, they're they're locked in, and I think. I'm curious to see how they're going to handle the offense of the Firebirds because they struggle. Oh, look, they absolutely should beat the Firebirds in their home stadium with like 14,000 fans screaming. Yeah. I just don't think they will. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Bring the Rear. hammer down. Um, <laughs> the Steel and the Mystics. I'm going with the Steel. Steel, yeah. Um, the Magic and the Pulse. Magic. I'm going to go the Pulse. Yeah, okay. I like the Pulse. I really do. I hope they win, <laughs> but I think the Magic will. The belief in Harton is there. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I, yeah, that's it, actually. We've got a buy yeah. as well. So, uh, who's not playing? God, I can't even remember. Tactics and someone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even have Myst- the buys up. Mystics? No, no, the Mystics are playing the Steel. Oh. Who are we missing? The Fever. <laughs> the Fever. Oh, yes. Oh, they goodness. need that week off. Oh, they do. No, they yeah. really do. Good yeah. good way to recharge, um, which is really important. We did it a bit out of order, but who is your player of the week, Luke? Uh, Matty Robinson. Mine too. Yep. Um, Killed a girl. Blistered, blistering mm. performance against did the really Fever. Did really well. Um, really fast, wonderful feeds. Uh, she was great. I'm really glad. Like this is, I'm kind of a bit hype a little bit of the Vixens that they're trying to, they're getting Yeah, they always they make it groove. work. Like, yeah. They have injuries and they sort of, have you know an adjustment period, and then they just they just somehow make it work. Yeah, and hats off to them because um, that's 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 really awesome. Um, and your team of the week? Um, I'm probably going to go the Vixens because that was probably the game of the week. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much the same as well. Yeah. Like the Vixens, just beating the Fever. You know, you're beating like a really solid, basically like half Australian team with the Firebirds as a close second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the Firebirds, like 1.5 points off. Um, and Swifts a lucky loss. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, you're a shocker. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the Vixens played extremely well. The game of the week for sure. Yeah. Um, and just being able to finish and execute that yeah, final they quarter did so well. Um, hats off to them. And also mm. shout out to Karen Bailey again. Cold blooded. Oh. oh. My goodness. She just, can play mix with us anytime. Yeah, please, Karen. <laughs> I'll just sit on the bench. You come play for us, please. Because yeah. you can just chill and do nothing. We'll strap fun. your knee or something. I don't know. Yeah, or ice it or whatever. Ice it, yeah. Or buy you some like, protein powder afterwards or whatever you drink after a game. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. I think it was 500 bucks, you reckon, she'd play for us? I don't oh, know. Oh, God. Plus the airfare, I guess. Yeah, and we have to put mm. her up as well. Oh, shit. Right. Oh, she can sleep here. Oh, no. <laughs> Not with the cats. Not with the cats. Um, all right, I think that's a good way to end it. Um, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can get us on iTunes, searching the Golf Circle if you're not on iTunes. Please give us a subscription 
or give us some stars and a review. Boom. Give us five. Yeah, give us five. That's right, because we're still the number one Apple Podcast in Australia. And we want to, to prove one. that to people. One. Hashtag one, number one. Um, <laughs> if you have any questions or inquiries, you can get us at Twitter, at The Goal Circle. And you can also email us at uh, thegoalcircle at gmail.com. But as always, guys, we will, um, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>